G'day, mate. G'day. Oh, man. What a day it has been. What a few days it has been. And yeah. Not going to have much to say about this game. Just FYI. We do not have much to say. Yeah, no. Um, actually, let me crack my beer while we're sitting here. I may go get a glass of wine, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm drinking a, a dirty bastard. Oh, I like that. Mm. One, one programming note before we get started with the game. Um, so I told Jacqueline yesterday that I was uh, knee deep in in getting my beer done. And so I was moving. So when you home brew, you have to put the, you know, whenever you brew the beer, it's not beer at that point, it's called wort. And basically you brew it and then you put it into, Scotty, you attention whore. You put it into uh, what they call a primary carboy container. And then it sits for like an X amount of days. And then once that's done, you move it to a secondary container. So that's what I was doing yesterday. And in that process, now it is beer since the yeast has now fermented and, and grown and got angry and mad. Um, so now it's beer and I tasted it and it's going to be one hell of a strong imperial whiskey stout. That's so exciting. And OK, and on that note, this is so random and this literally happened last night. So I haven't even told you yet. But um, one of one of our sort of clients um someone we worked with, we've worked with, uh, in relation to a client who's become a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, she posted on Facebook last night and was like, Hey, I'm doing this bartending class and Tyler on Saturday, if anyone's interested, join me. And so I commented on there and I was like, I might just join you. That sounds like a lot of fun. Well, that sounds cool. So I might do it. It sounds like a good time. Why not? I don't see why you sh- why you couldn't if you have nothing else going on. But I know what you do have going on on Sunday, and you can't miss that. Yeah. Well, I got to come on Sunday because it's my mom's birthday. And I still haven't asked her about the, the Seinfeld trivia, but I need to. So I'll get on that ASAP as soon as we get off this. So Okay. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss Seinfeld trivia. You're our ringer. Regardless, I'm going to be there and I'm going to come. I just got to see if mom's interested in coming. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I mean, even if you just come for the game and then leave and go hang out with mom right afterwards or before or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, you're our ringer. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 can, I can do things, but you know things like the back of your hand. I hope so. But you know what? And I'll give kudos to Jay on this because I feel like he like pulls stuff out that you wouldn't expect. Because when That's we did the Harry Potter trivia, I was like, oh, we got this. Our team's going to win. And then like, yeah. the questions he asked, I was like, I don't know that stuff. Yeah, I know. We'll see, but we'll have fun regardless. Um, And I've been asking for a Seinfeld trivia for like a year. So this is just, yeah. So excited. I know me too. All right. So what the hell? Let's get into the game. Let's. My next beer might be a scotch ale because this is damn good. God. I'm very happy. No, yeah, but I think I know I know you don't like beer that much, but you're I think you might definitely enjoy the whiskey stout that I made. Um 
You know, I'll try. I know you'll try it. You may, you may not like it, but I, I think, I think you might. Cause I mean, the ABV is going to be hella big. So one tiny glass. I mean, and yesterday we were sitting over here drinking it and I was like, damn, like I'm already getting tingly. <laughs> Yeah. To get tingly. Tingly. I know. Okay. All right. Enough about my beer. Enough about our stuff. Let's just, let's just get into this game and, and talk about it and, and just get the, pull the bandaid off and get it over with. Um, okay. Um, okay. Actually, I did not type in the notes on the history and background. So let me click on that real quick. But anyway, so this game, okay. Saturday, January 14th, we played at American first event center in Cedar City, Utah, which was our second game in our little Utah adventure. Um, my uh, optimum shitty internet didn't take forever. I would already be telling y'all the match history, but it's taking a moment. Um, okay, so all three times, wait. Yeah, all three times we played them, we have lost mm -hmm. that stuff. Okay, so... Yeah. We played, the, this is the first, actually, this is the first time we played them since we've been in the WAC. So the first two times we played them was in 1991. I don't know why, but anywho, we played <laughs> in January of 91 in Cedar City and we lost uh, by a whopping 15 points, 85 to 60. Thanks. We played them in November of 1991 in NAC and we lost. 79 to 62 with 17 points. Um, then we played them the other day and we'll get to that. So, you know, I, I guess that makes sense. I could have sworn we played them last season, but now I'm thinking back and we, yeah, we, that was one of the teams that we didn't play for some odd reason. Um, yeah, I, you know, after we after we finished that Utah Tech game, I was like, man, like that was that was a really easy game for you know what I mean. And I was just, I was like, man, I hope the next game is just as easy. But I just had this sneaky suspicion that it was going to not be as easy for us yeah. playing playing Southern Utah, and it wasn't obviously. Um, <clears throat> so going through the standings currently as of today, let's see, today's the 18th of January, Wednesday. Um, I'm not sure if there's any games tonight. There might be. So, of course, these may change um, by tomorrow whenever we go play Sam Houston down in Huntsville. But uh, our position didn't change too hell of a lot. We were in second. Now we're in third, tied with Utah Valley. So you, Seattle U is now the only unbeaten team in the WAC at 5-0. and Both us and Utah Valley now have one loss, which is helpful, the fact that they did lose a game. So our, our records are almost pretty dead even minus like one game. Um, Southern Utah is also at five and one. So all three of us are tied at five and one uh, Grand Canyon, Tarleton are at three and two, Sam Houston, three and three California Baptist is the same. Um, got a bunch of teams at one and four UTRGV, Utah tech, Abilene Christian. Um, and then we have Utah. I'm sorry, not Utah. Um, uh, uh, University of Texas Arlington at one and five, and then New Mexico State zero and six. I, I just the, I cannot. It's just shocking to me that the the champion tournament champions from last year are zero and six. That is just oh how the mighty have fallen. You know what I mean? Yikes! Um, and then going to the WAC resume seating. Um, 
we are still at number six, so that's good. Our loss to Southern Utah didn't change our standing um, in, in the resume seating, which is which is good. <clears throat> so we're still at number six at the moment. Uh, Utah Valley, Seattle U, Sam Houston, Southern Utah, and Grand Canyon are, are ahead of us. So um, definitely tomorrow's game at Sam Houston is, is going to be a big one, and that's going to uh, definitely, stay, definitely affect us a little bit. Um, hopefully if we win, we'll move up. Or if we lose, hopefully we stay where we're at. But, um, yeah, that's where we're at in the WAC. That's where we are. That's where we are. And that's where we'll stay at the moment until things change. Yeah, okay. So here's the general notes of the game from Saturday. Same starters. We've had the last several, several, several games. Trell, Nana, Nigel, 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 Day-Day, and AJ. Um, don't know what's going on today. Uh, we lost 67 to 58. The attendance there was a measly 1,583. Sorry, but that's not a good attendance for a Saturday afternoon game. No. Especially for the team who won. Um, all right. Sean Kennedy's stat section. Our field goal percentage was 37.5%. Mm. Uh they were a little bit ahead of us with 49% field goal percentage. Um, our three-point percentage was 41.2, which is actually really good. Um, it was much better than theirs, which is 32. Our free throw percentage was 90%. That has to be the highest of the season. Great. Great. Um, yeah, we only missed one. <laughs> I mean, we only had 10 free throws, though, which kind of sucks. They only had 13, so, I mean, they weren't calling a whole lot of fouls. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, points in the paint. We had 22. Not where we want to be. No. Not no. even close. No. Um, points off turnovers, we have 14. Second chance points, we had 11. Fast break points, we only have four. Uh, bench points, we had 25. Total rebounds, we had 30. They had 34, so they weren't too far ahead of us. Um, we had eight offensive boards and 22 defensive boards. So yeah, our offensive boards were not super good. Um, we had 22 fouls, so a little bit ahead of them. They had 17, um, turnovers. We had 17, they had 20. So they did have more turnovers than us. We had 11 steals. Um, they only had six. We had zero blocks and they had four. Uh, our game leaders, so no one really scored that high. It was evenly spread, but it wasn't that high. Um, AJ was the leading scorer with 11 points, three rebounds, two assists, and Jalen had 10 points, two rebounds, one steal. Um, so I will say, as you all know, we're used to having Day-Day as our leading scorer. He only had seven, which is not that high for him. So, I mean, kudos to them on doing a good scouting report because obviously they made it difficult for him to score. Um that's the stats. Yeah, so I would say player of the game for me, it's probably going to have to be AJ just based off of his stat line. And because there wasn't a lot in this game that was just outrageously great on our end, um, minus our three free throws. I mean. Yeah, I agree. I will say Dede had eight rebounds, so that's fantastic. And Derek had five, and he only played 11 minutes. Um, yeah. So that's really? no, yeah, that's amazing. I love that stat line. Just 
hate the L stat line. Um, yeah. Okay. What about you? Player of the, oh, so you agree with the AJ player of the game on your end? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, it's honestly, it's between him and, and, and not, I, I mean, I guess Jalen just cause he was the other high point, but I mean, those eight rebounds from day day, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I will say that was still a pretty impressive game from Day Day, even though they obviously did really well in their scouting report and they shut him down. He only scored seven points, but he was still very close to a double double. I mean, seven points. Mm-hmm. Eight. He was 100% on his free throws. Yeah, close to the double double. He didn't have, um, he didn't have any personal fouls. Yeah, which is shocking. And only one turnover. Played for 28 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, and AJ only played for 22 minutes, so. Yeah, wild. Okay, so moving right into the strengths of this game, not going to lie, they're not that many. So it's it's going to be a quick strength section. Um, I would say, of course, we've heard one of mine was was the eight rebounds from Day Day um, and uh, AJ with his 11 points and um, his, uh, his good game with uh, – the three rebounds and having uh, three, he was, Hey, he had three, three pointers. That's amazing from AJ. Um, so I would say that's probably my biggest strength. And then the other one would be, of course, the free throws. Um, and uh, I liked the bench points. I wish they were a little bit higher, but 25 isn't bad. Um, but yeah. And of course, another positive is having pretty much the entire bench back. I mean, literally the entire bench back. Um, so those are really my high points of the game. There weren't many. <laughs> yeah, there weren't. I mean, yeah, the, the free throw percentage, that's amazing. I think 90 is probably the highest we've had all season. But, again, when you only have 10 free throw opportunities in the game, that's mm-hmm. – and that's not the player's fault. Uh, that's just not that many. Um, yeah. Day-Day with all the all the rebounds was great. Um, yeah, and the the bench points was great, but that's that's also a grievance for me. But I'll say that when we get to grievances, so I don't know. I don't, I don't have many more to add onto what you had. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm just I'm looking at the stats and I'm trying to recall some points in the game. Um, you know, we. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll segment real quick and add in there. Y'all know I normally rewatch these games. Yeah. I'm very ADD, so I can't I can't watch the game and make notes and tweet at the same time. Alex is a rock star for being able to do that. I can't do it. Um, so I have to enjoy the game in person in the moment and then rewatch it. I couldn't rewatch this one. Yeah. And sometimes it, it happens. Sometimes that happens, but I just can't. Right. So. I will say the only other uh, positive I'll add in there is uh, we had uh, – three less turnovers than they did. So that's good. Um, We, I mean, pretty much all of our bottom stats were above theirs minus the uh, bent minus the points in the paint. Um, So that's nice. Uh, And we had more people. I don't even, that's the thing. I don't know if this is more of a, a positive or a negative, but I feel like it's probably teetering on a gray area. Both. We had obviously more players than they did, but, um, they still beat us with less players. So I, that might be a negative actually. So yeah, I'll address um, my take on that. We can take Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's see. Um, oh God. 
yeah, that, that's it for me. That's all I got. It's, it's hard. It's really hard to be positive. I mean, we had 11 steals. They had six. So I'll give that as a positive. Um, I, I liked that a lot. Uh, but yeah, other than that, they're really, it's just really hard to talk about a game when then you just can tell that it, they're just not clicking. There's just no, like, there's no, there's no sense of like urgency or like the cylinders aren't rolling. And so it's just really hard to like give good, great feedback on stuff. You're like, we're like, we're honestly just like picking and choosing off of, you know, BS here and stats because that's all we have. Um, I was at the brewery working, actually working behind the bar, watching this game on my phone because I had it on the TV, but I can't watch it and pour beer at the same time on the TV. So I had it on my phone behind the bar pouring beer. Um, so that was that was my that was my day. Um, yeah, I wasn't I, I was yelling obscenities in the bar. Um, good thing I wasn't super busy while they were playing. So, Yeah. yeah. Moving on. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. You. 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 Well, so where do we start? Um, I think first thing off right at the bat for me is, I'll just go into what I was saying at the very end there. The fact that we had, they had three guys off the bench and we had... One, two, three, four, five, six guys off the bench, and they still outscored us in both halves. So that's that's nice. Um, Here's my grievance on that. And listen, this is just my personal opinion based on my time playing and what I think. Take it with a grain of salt. But um, I did. I did listen to the the pregame show with Rob, and he said that he had spoken to Keller. And um, this game, which you know, there there are so many factors that go into a game that can affect a player. Um, so many, uh, and obviously, this is a region of the U.S. that we don't normally play in until we got into the WAC. Um, and so, some of these schools are a much higher elevation than we are. Which anybody who's any type of athletic understands that that has a big impact on your, your cardio in the game. Um, and this school is at an even higher elevation than um, whatever uh, Utah Tech was on Thursday. Um, and so Keller had said that he was going to make a lot more substitutions because he was worried that the guys were going to get winded a lot more easily. And I 100,000% understand that. However, I feel like there's a, ver a very fine line of a gray area where you do too many substitutions and your rotation of players who are in the game can't get into an offensive rhythm. And I think that was a big problem. That's my personal opinion. Um, That's I get it. You, you're worried that your guys are going to get winded and you're trying to look out for them uh, and sub out more frequently so that they don't get winded. But then if, if you're constantly changing the – First of all, changing the lineup that's in the game and who's used to playing together and running these plays in the positions that they're in, but also not like as an offensive player, as a shooter, you you have to, especially for certain players, you have to be in the game for a certain amount of time to really like warm your mind and your body up and get confident to get to get that scoring started. And when you're constantly subbed out in and out every two minutes. Yeah. 
No, I, I agree because I remember listening right at the very beginning of the game. I mean, I think one of the announcers had said that Kyle during Keller's either like pregame presser or whatever it was that he was in a sub every three minutes. And it wasn't even two minutes into the game and he already put Derek in. And so I was like, mm, that doesn't bode well. And listen, some player, I mean, I, I get why he was trying to do that. Not 100%, yeah. And, and I don't disagree with it, but there, and there are some players who can jump right in and hit a three or whatever, but yeah, for the most part, it takes a few minutes to get in the rhythm and that doesn't help. No. Yeah. I, I can, I can, I can agree with that. Honestly. I mean, rhythm is a big thing. Having good, you know, uh, just having a good fluid rhythm is the best word. I don't know what I was trying to do. Um, and it's difficult when you're keep continually getting subbed in and subbed out, subbed in, subbed out. I mean, we had players that played for some erratic times that don't, I mean, like, so, you know, Trell was in for 30 minutes and that, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the starters, like Trell was in for 30, Nana was only in for 20. Um, Dede was in for 28, Nigel in for 23, and then AJ 22. Those were closer, but like some of the, like, I mean, that's a huge disparity between, that's a 10 minute difference between Trell and, and Nana. And what they, what some of those players normally play. Yeah, yeah. Nana is usually playing 30 minutes. And especially if you look at the breakdown of yeah. increments that made up that 22 minutes or whatever. Right, exactly. And I mean, and and I know that we're trying to get Jalil in there for more minutes off of his injury. And I totally get that. I mean, he only played nine minutes, but still, um, Robbie paid, played 11. Derek played 11. Kyle played 12. I mean, the only person that didn't have double-digit minutes was was Jaleel, and that's fine. Again, he's still coming back from an injury. Um, same thing with with Jalen; he only played for 16 minutes. But again, like, it, it was just I, I agree with the the rhythm aspect of it. Um, another thing I'll, I'll mention is the I mean, we had just abysmal ab- abysmal shooting. Um, the field goal percentage was not great. I mean, 21, 21 to 56. That is just not, that's not good at all. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's not, it, we, we did improve from the first half to the second half. I'll say that. Um, Cause yeah. we were only making a third of our shots in the second half. We were at 42.31%. So that was better, but. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. You know, it's hard because Southern Utah was very consistent within their halves. Um, you know, for the first half, their shooting was at 50%. The second half, 48%. Only went down minimally. Um, Three-pointing, they were at 30% in the first half, 33% in the second half. And then they only improved upon their free throws from the first half to the second half. So, I mean, they were pretty, pretty consistent. And their points in the paint was 32. That's where we normally are, yeah. you know. And so that's another thing. You know, our points in the paint were down 22 points. Normally we're up in the 30s or sometimes in the 40s when we're playing uh, when we're playing some of these teams and not getting up to that obviously and normally smells, you know, spells disaster for us. Um, and this time, not saying that that was the main the main reason, but that's a big part of it. The fact that Day-Day wasn't able to get into the paint, neither was Nana. Nana only had four points, but that's probably about average for him. Um, but then we were also in foul trouble, you know, uh, 
we had one go. Well, we had Nana in, in foul trouble with four with four fouls. Um, AJ was at three. Jaleel was at three, and he only played nine minutes. Yeah, that's a lot of fouls. And, you know, here's the thing. We, we were significantly better than them on our three-point or free-throw percentage. Yeah. But on the field goal percentage, they were 12% higher than us, and we took more shots than them. Yeah. So that tells you that not only shots, <laughs> but we weren't taking good quality shots because we took significantly more and significantly you know, percentage. Um, which again, I, I think has a little bit to do. I'm not saying totally, but at least a little bit to do with the the frequent substitutions because, as well from from a player's aspect, when you're a shooter and the substitution times are such a quick turnover, like you're trying to hurry and take a shot to make a shot to earn that, you know, playing time and stay in. And so you're might be more, um, more likely to rush and take shots that aren't good. Um, but that also goes to them. Like, obviously they, they did well in their scouting report and they shut down our bread and butter spots and made us really work for it. And we just didn't deliver. So yeah, I mean, for example, Trell. Trell, you know, he was one from six from the three-point line. He only scored three points, and those three points came from one three-pointer. <laughs> and uh, that was it. <laughs> and that was it. Um, and, and, and another point of, of contention for me is this assist stat. We had nine assists. They had 17. Yeah. So 17 assists. So we One guy had seven just yeah, himself. We weren't moving the ball around well either. No, not at all. Not at all. And and a lot of those, and a lot of that ball movement too was part of those turno- those 17 turnovers that we had. I mean, Jaleel, not Jaleel, I'm sorry. Jalen had four himself, um, which isn't like him. And Jaleel had three. And yeah, uh, just it, it wasn't a well played game on our end. And and that's rare. You know, sometimes we'll have, you know, we'll slip up in one area or another. Um, but it all around, other than the free throws, it just wasn't the best game from us stat wise. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. I mean, you had three guys in double digits for Southern Utah. Uh Fawcett, Spurgeon, and Jones, 19, 15, and 13 points. I mean, Fawcett had a double-double. Um, yeah. They, they, they were just a better team that night, you know, and, and that's going to happen. Did we expect to go all throughout the entire conference play and not get a loss? No, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love Shelly's comment. There was a devil sitting on that rim. Yeah, they weren't going in for us. And you know what? I mean, I'll, like, I'll give a little bit of props to them, too, because obviously yeah, yeah. We, our guys didn't look like they were on their game, but uh, at least a portion of that has to do with them knowing our weaknesses and playing us well. And mm-hmm. number number 12, like you say, he had a double-double, 19 points, 10 rebounds. He had two assists a block and a steal he played great i mean dad number 12 killed us he did played a great game absolutely murdered us i mean there 
but I'll say I will say this too though. It wasn't like their rebounds, like you had mentioned earlier, were any were significantly better than ours. You know, they're pretty much almost identical. They had uh we had eight offensive and they had seven. Uh we had twenty-two defensive and they had twenty-seven. Like it wasn't it was it was very even on the offensive to defensive rebound statistic. It was just that one player, man, was just kicking our ass. Yeah. And creating issues on both sides of the ball that really, really just stuck it to us, honestly. Um, and I and I hate that for the Jacks. I really do. And then also this guy, he got a technical foul. <laughs> so I mean <laughs> Same player that got a double-double also had a technical foul. So, I mean, obviously he didn't let that affect him. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just a rough game, rough game to watch. I know after the game and during the game, we had a lot of messages from people from our normal, our normal peeps just asking, like, what's going on? What's happening? And I, it's going to happen, people. Like, I'm sorry. The fact that there's just – it's very rare to go throughout an entire conference schedule – with an out of loss. It doesn't happen very often, even to the best teams. Yeah, no, not at all. And we made a really great run of being undefeated mm-hmm. in conference. And this was a two game road stint. And on yeah. the second one, we didn't do so well. Yeah. And I mean, all we can do is just hope that they've watched the film. They've ironed out some kinks. They came home to knack. Um, you know, did practices and stuff like that, celebrated Coach Keller's birthday, and now they're hopefully getting prepared and mentally ready for this final showdown in Huntsville tomorrow. I hope they're ready because I know. I know. Well, y'all, the week that I've had already, and it's Wednesday. I know. Please so, do not do well tomorrow. Y'all just please be ready. Sean Hightower, be ready. People have the bail money ready because <laughs> I might be in some rare form tomorrow oh, night if it doesn't go well. Oh, God. Okay, so before we go and talk about the Sam Houston game, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I, I know this is going to be difficult, but one word to describe this game, Jacqueline, what would it be? Um, asleep. I like that. I like that. I would just say um, not present. I don't know. Yeah, no, asleep is good. And I like Shelly's word. She said mess. I was I was going to say just chaotic. It it just it felt like it felt like there was no rhythm. Like you said, no rhythm. There was no flow. Um, It was just there was just too much going on. We couldn't get into a routine. We couldn't get any good shots and good looks. They did their homework. Not saying we didn't do our homework, but they just they had a game plan and they followed it. They executed it. Yeah. Okay. I have a better one than asleep. Discombobulated. Ooh, I love that word. That word, that word gives me tingles and jingles because it's just a good, it's a good college level word. Yeah. We were we were looking discombobulated. Discombobulated. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, IRL in real life this week. So, right. I know Heaven's the best of us, but that's where we were on Saturday. Exactly. No, I'm with you. Okay. So moving forward, looking at tomorrow's game. So what was your word? I mean, sorry. Oh, I, oh, I said, uh, what did I say? A chaotic. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chaotic, chaotic. You know, you're good. Okay. Um, so moving forward, looking at the game tomorrow, we're playing for the final time in who knows when, but the final time in Huntsville, playing the Bearcats at Bernard Johnson Coliseum, the lesser of the Johnson Coliseums. Um, Jackal and I will be heading that way. We'll be, we got to talk later and figure out what time we're leaving because we want to go to Potato Shack before the game. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, just it, it's going to be kind of bittersweet because as much as I always want to talk shit and talk trash about Sam Houston, I, you know, I, I will miss playing them, especially in basketball, because I do feel like our, our, Rivalry is a good one, and I, uh, you know, I've appreciated the the rivalry over the years, and them coming to SFA and us going to them has always been just a fun, very you know contentious game, and so it's going to be weird not to play them in conference anymore for the foreseeable future. We may be able to play them in non-conference; that it remains to be seen. Um, but let's just hope that we go down to Huntsville tomorrow and take care of business better than what we did last year. Yeah. And I will say, like you said, and if, if cats fans is listening to this or wants to tune in, um, you know, it's, I feel like even though um, it is on some level contentious, like you said, uh, I, I feel like it's almost like a sibling rivalry where we're like, yeah. we can pick on them and talk shit on them and make fun of them and the set and the third. But if someone else does, we're like, well, wait, like, you know, um, so it's like a friendly, uh, it's a frenemy. It's a frenemy. It's, a uh, um, to, to use, uh, an A&M term since my brother's an Aggie, it's what they call good bull where you like to make fun of people and pick on them, but it's, it's not like, uh, it's not mean or nasty. It's not malicious. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not malicious. You know, I, I I enjoy our banter with cat fans, and I really hope that even if we're you know even though we're not in the same conference next year moving forward, I hope we'll still have this little front of me attitude, and I I feel like we will. But um, but yeah, it's just it's been a fun rivalry through the years, and I'm excited to go down there tomorrow and and kind of wrap it up in Huntsville, and then they'll come to SFA in uh, I believe March. It's our last home game. Our last home game, I believe, is with Sam Houston. I think. Let me go back and look. Um, it's going to be wild. Yeah, I know. I mean, for the years that we played them, we we started playing them in 1973. And, and I mean, that's it's been a long time that we've had them as a rival. And we've, we've, we have a little bit of an edge on them on the wins and to the losses. So I'm hoping that we'll attack another win on to this uh, win column. And, uh, yeah. It, it's going to be a game. I'm telling you now, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild one. Um, and yeah, our last home game is Sam Houston on March 1st. So that should be, that should be good. Um, thanks Shelly. Yes, we will have fun and be safe. Thank you very much. Hop on board the train if you want, Shelly. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. We got empty seats. We, we would always, we always would love people to join us on our trips, um, whether they do or not remains to it hardly ever happens, but it's always open. The invite is always there. We haven't had someone request that since we've offered that invite. I'm starting to get a little offended. Like, does no one want to come to a game with us? Do you think we're not a good time? 
I don't know if it's because they don't think we're a good time. I think they know we're a good time. I think they might be intimidated by how insane we get slash how knowledgeable we are about basketball. Probably. They're probably like, thanks, but no thanks. We'll be a casual observer. We don't want to be in the... They don't want to be lumped in with us because they know that if they are with us that they're going to be lumped <laughs> into our, our shit show. And so, yeah, but that's... What else is new? I just can't wait for tomorrow for us to go to Huntsville and for the probably third time in a row have to deal with the seat Nazis that are that are there. Um, it's not COVID anymore, babe. We don't need to sit every other row. And if they say something, I'm going to say something back. Try me. <laughs> Y'all know that I don't get heated up often, but like I'm just in a different kind of headspace right now. So I'm ready. I, I hope they. The box. I literally saw a meme today that made me laugh so hard. I think it was uh, you watch you watch Vanderpump too, right? Vanderpump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while, but I have watched it. Yes. So there's a there's an account on Instagram that's like Vanderpump, whatever. Um, it's not an official account; it's like a fan account. Um, but they shared a little meme that was like, you know, how now people will put on their Instagram or whatever social media profile their pronouns that they choose to go by right and it said try slash me we I, was like, I was like that's me this week like try slash me if if instagram would let me do it i would for our part in the alex account <laughs> I really would. Uh, last time i tried to change my personal pronouns to beer and then uh to like beer slash lady um it didn't let me do it so I know. So maybe they kind of figured it out and uh, now it has, it has to be a pronoun. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but those are things that describe me. So beer slash basketball, that should be, that should be my pronoun. Yeah, if going to be inclusive, why can't you define what that is? Okay. Sorry. If you're watching, you can see my cat going crazy in the background over here on the toy. What else is new? I mean, at least he's not hopped up high on kitty, whatever the hell it's called. Catnip. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him that earlier today, so it might be a residual effect. Oh, shit. Well, maybe then. Oh, God. Um, okay. So to wrap things up, uh, like I said, tomorrow game versus um, Sam Houston. You can watch it on ESPN Plus or if you're in Houston, North Houston, Nacogdoches, and you want to go to the game, it's at 6.30 p.m. in Huntsville. Uh, we would love to see you. Love to paint Huntsville purple one last time because why the hell not? Um, if you're not going to be watching it, you want to listen to it, you can always listen to Rob on Q107 because uh, that's superior. Because <laughs> he is superior. He is the superior guy. Um, okay. So that was a quick one. We got through that in 38 minutes. It was quick. We, we figured it was going to be quick. But, yeah. Um, so to wrap things up, as per usual, don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, don't forget that our um, store is open and live. We've been adding new shirts and new designs constantly. So you can go in there and, and order shirts, um, some new game day shirts that you would like to purchase, um, add to your collection of, of, of basketball shirts. And maybe you don't have a basketball shirt and you're like, I don't live in Nacogdoches. Well, perfect. Go on there, order it, have it delivered straight to your door, and you can wear it around the house, around town, wherever you want to wear it. Um, it's for a good cause. It goes to our basketball travel budget. 
Um, and then also if you purchase the Latrell Jocelle silencer shirt, hundred percent of those proceeds go back to Pearl Lights Fund for that shirt specifically. Um, that can Lights Fund, not our Purple Lights Fund. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Not our beer fund, but the Purple Lights Fund. <laughs> Got to make sure that's very. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm glad you said that. But anyway, so yeah, we would love for you guys to support our our store and order some shirts. I know as soon as we wear our shirts to the next home game, uh, people are going to probably ask us, "Well, where did you get that?" Like, "Well, we made it, brother," and here's where you can find it. Um, so yeah. We appreciate everyone supporting and repping us um, to the games and, and getting us some extra money for our travels. Um, we're in the deep throes right now trying to schedule and, and book and plan our, our Vegas stuff. I, so, I know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so um, and of course, as per usual, make sure that if you're looking for a new license plate that you use my plates, you go to myplates.com slash lumberjacks. Anytime you order a new lumberjack license plate, whether a one-year, three-year, five-year plan or a term, rather, um, SFA Athletics gets about 50% of that purchase price. You know, real fans have my plates. Jacqueline and I love our my plates. We get compliments on it all the time. Uh, if you get even just the one-year background only for $50 every time you order and get a new plate, SFA Athletics gets some cut of that fee. So um, it's just a really easy and fun and spirited way to support your Jack. So why, why not? Why why wouldn't you do it? It's just fun and it's cool. And then you get a cool, pretty license plate on your car and you can show it off in front of all your Bearcat friends and go la di da di da Because, um, yeah. Um, the last little two little announcements I have before we cut it off. Um, don't forget to get your tickets for the Heckler Hayes alumni game. Coming up in February, it's I believe February 18th, that weekend, is the Heckler Hayes Alumni Game Reunion. Tickets are only $5 for the reserve section, and it would be $10 if you want to get the ticket and the new t-shirt for this year. Um, Saturday, we'll have a huge tailgate outside. Um, a lot of fun stuff going on with that. Friday night, we're having a meetup at the brewery. Um, so if you would love to come back and relive your student days and get wild and crazy with all of us, please, please, please don't hesitate to get your tickets. Um, and then the last tidbit of information is, uh, Jacqueline and I are planning a, um, little tailgate on February 26th, which is a Sunday. And that is the CBU game. And the reason why we're doing that is two reasons. A is because we're going to be broadcasted on ESPN plus. So that is a TV channel, not a ESPN or ESPNU. Sorry, not a actual TV. It's not streaming. It's actually TV. So that's huge for us. Um, so we're planning on doing a tailgate on the 26th. So Sunday fun day. Um, we're trying to iron out some details. I just got a message now um, about it. So hopefully we'll get that rolling here soon. And uh, so put that on your put that on your calendar. February 26th, Sunday fun day tailgate to support the Jacks for being nationally televised on TV, TV, not just streaming. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. So put that on your calendar as well. And plus also we're hanging out with our auction winner that day, Richard, Woo, Richard. Um, and so that's another reason why we're doing this tailgate. So anyway, I think that's it. We're good to go. We're ready. We're done. That's it. All right, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful night. Have a good Wednesday hump day. Enjoy, relax, and as always, Axum Jacks. With Alex and Jacks.
I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did.